do other one, do other Republicans feel the same way you do? They're just not willing to say it out loud. Absolutely. I, I have talked to a number of people who have come up to me and almost whispered, "Thank you." Um, and and I know whispered. Yes. No. There, there is. Why a, are they so? Af- I don't understand. Why? What are they afraid of? Well, the Republicans who are going to vote against Jim Jordan on the second ballot, which will be more Republicans. More. Than, more. Absolutely. Um, uh, want the cover of saying, I voted for Jim Jordan, but now it's time to move on. The, the problem is they are afraid of a primary. The calls that are coming in are, are ridiculous. They're, they're in the hundreds, if not thousands, uh, that are coming into every office right now. The grassroots uh, campaign is, is very strong for Jim Jordan. Um, and that's because of the far right activists that are that are pushing this, the political operatives like Hannity, et cetera. I, I would say right, not far right. It's being, yeah. being on the right. OK. Yes. Uh, I would I would say, yes, there, there are conservative activist groups that are uh, calling in across the country. The pro-Trump MAGA wing of the party is exerting a lot of pressure to make exactly that happen. Axios reports there's been a massive push to get House Republicans to unify around Jordan, including calls to member offices, conservative TV hosts ramping up the pressure on skeptics and MAGA influencers taking aim at hesitant members on social media. Axis also obtained this note, a producer for Fox News host Sean Hannity emailed to Republican congressional staffers over the weekend, quote, sources tell Hannity that the representative is not supporting Jim Jordan for speaker. Can you please let me know if this is accurate? And if true, Hannity would like to know why. During a war breaking out between Israel and Hamas, with the war in Ukraine, with the wide open borders, with a budget that's unfinished, why would the representative be against Jim Jordan for speaker? Please let us know when the representative plans on opening the people's house so work can be done. (laughs) Get back to me whenever. We're just asking questions. It's a whipping operation. Caucus has set itself on fire, a hazard of playing with matches. Now... Area arsonist Jim Jordan is revving up the GOP media outrage machine to try and bully his fellow House Republicans to vote for him. But the problem with being a pyromaniac is that fire is exceedingly hard to control. The election-denying Jordan unsurprisingly got the endorsement of Trump, who questioned the health of Steve Scalise the same day he beat Jordan for the GOP speaker nomination. And shortly before he withdrew from the race, Republicans who are put up as potential challengers are immediately attacked by pro-Trump accounts like Elon Musk's favorite at-end wokeness. The thinking here is that Jordan, his allies and supporters can do kind of a French Revolution style shtick to get him the gavel. Can Jordan steamroll reluctant Republicans into becoming speaker? Could voting for a right-wing bomb thrower like Jordan scare off potential GOP voters in swing districts and risk the House in 2024? It's hard to see a Jordan speakership not leading to a more Fox-friendly stunts and impeachment hearings. And my guess is Republicans would be better off politically in 2024 by not getting what they want here. But then again... Pyromaniacs like to watch the world burn. Uh, Molly, I'll just finish off your point by saying, you know, this is a really bad time not to have a speaker, not that there's ever a good time. It's just completely self-destructive behavior. And I'll, I'll go go where Joe always goes. Republicans seem to love losing in the long run. 
Yeah. Well, I also think this Republican Party has been so burn it all down, right? The caucus is the burn it all down caucus. They were trying to prove that government doesn't work. But the problem is you work in government. And so we see Jim Jordan desperately trying to whip these votes. And I think it's important to remember, like, the job of speaker is both to whip votes and then it's also to raise money and help win more seats in 24. And Jim Jordan seems uniquely unqualified to do both these things. Okay, Wednesday, 18 October, Year of Our Lord, 2023. It is game day at 11 o'clock. They're going to have a historic vote, and it's a total, complete meltdown here in the Imperial Capitol. Uh, we've got quite a lineup that's going to roll us up to the 11 o'clock historic vote, which starting with Congressman Matt Rosendale. Congressman Rosendale was not only part of the Magnificent Six, he was part of the Hard Eight. Where do we stand right now? Uh, the, the, this is the fight we've always won. This is between MAGA or the people. Right. The grassroots and the people versus the way the city works, the appropriators, the money. And, and they're dug in hard. They are dug in hard. We, we reduce their size to, to be able to uh, have a vote on the floor yesterday and have 200 votes uh, secured for Jim Jordan and only 20 outliers. I, I honestly was very, very pleased to see that. But but there's definitely a stark line drawn between uh, who represents the people and who re- represents the system. Let's talk about John Boehner. And, of course, Newt Gingrich came out overnight and said, oh, gosh, these are the same guys that didn't back in January. He said, the chaos is so terrible. This is so – the anarchy is so bad. We need to empower uh, McHenry. We need to empower the bow tie with Hakeem Jeffries. Right. The alternative deal they're going to lay out on the table is a deal with the Democrats that essentially lets the appropriators – Govern right. It's a restoration of McCarthy and the lobbyists. And what we saw, this is exactly what we fought against in January so hard to redistribute the power back out to the members. Okay, back out to Congress. Uh, a lot of that speaker's battle was not just about Kevin. Yeah, it was about Kevin McCarthy. No, we wanted different leaders, but it was process. about procedure. Right. And, and, and we have witnessed the consolidation of power over the last 15 to 18 years into the hands of the speaker. So why in the world would, after we broke that, would we want to come back and empower, give more powers to a speaker pro tem, someone who was not even elected by the body of Congress. That that is that is foolish and dangerous, quite frankly. And it also shows the restoration of the entire power of the central organization through the appropriations. You got appropriations, armed services and a couple of moderates thrown in there. The uh, the really the industrial comp the imperial industrial complex. Uh the calls, the emails, the calls to the local offices when you see people get up in their grill, that's all helped, right? They're they're on TV not set. They're on TV not set. Oh, this is terrible. It's been yeah. counterproductive. Byron Donald sitting there going, it's counterproductive. To, it's me, not- to me, how, how can you complain about people trying to secure votes uh, for Jim Jordan, but yet promote it and, and, and tout it and proclaim it as, as quite frankly, uh, Newt Gingrich did and John Boehner did and Mark Levin did and uh, shall I go on when they were trying to keep Kevin McCarthy in office for Pete's sakes. So then it was okay, but now it, it's absolutely terrible. This is the people speaking, and, and I think that it's more valuable and more necessary now to allow the people to speak and to let their words be heard. This is going to go. This is not going to end. At 11 o'clock, I assume, is going to be gnarly. It's going to be mm-hmm. not pretty. Uh, will Jim Jordan, I know they've been, and look, we thought they should stay on the floor Friday and just keep voting, unmask these people, show the nation who they are, show their districts who they are. He didn't do that. 
Then he came back yesterday. I, I don't like the way this his whip operation's working. I'm not a fan of Tom Emmer. I don't know why you ever have Tom Emmer involved. And now you've got he, – he won vote yesterday. Like he said, he got to 200, which I thought was the magic number. You had to get there. Yeah. But then they allowed McHenry and, and McCarthy and these guys to shut it down and give the old guard time. To, you're trying to play – and like in football, this is a speeded-up offense. You don't have it. Are we going to go backwards on this first vote today? I'm afraid we're going to. I'll be shocked if we don't go backwards a little bit on this first vote. Well, if you go back backwards on the first vote, how do we? How do we? How do we then regain momentum? I think that you go. Uh, th- this is going to be a Jim Jordan call. I think he needs. To, it will be identified who the people are. Okay, that voted against him. I think he needs to take those folks into the room. Okay, not a big conference. Not everybody holding hands. But hasn't been even a struggle session for those people. For those people, but he did that. That was his theory of the case last night, and that didn't work. We're going in reverse. But I don't think that he actually took the people specifically that voted against him and got in a room with them. My God, that's where that's That's where it's got to be. Two zero two 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 five three one two one. Make sure your voice is heard. Today's the day. This is a fight we've wanted for a long time. So th- this gets down to reality. All the folks out there say you've always wanted limited government or you want fiscal responsibility. You're not going to get it until you take the trenching tool and dig out what they call the cardinals here. Exactly. Which are- You're not going to receive change if you don't make change. And there's no way that anyone in this city is going to relinquish power. It's power and money. You have to take it from them. And this is what it looks like. We're, what people need to understand is we're not talking about thousands of dollars or millions of dollars. We're talking about billions of dollars yeah. are at risk for people in, in this city right now, and they are fighting very hard. Well, it's 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 the appropriations guys and men and women, and it's the House Armed Services Committee, and Biden. For the remember, for the Democrats and Hakeem Jeffries, Biden did something quite brilliant yesterday. They dangled out in front of them one hundred billion dollar supplemental, a hundred billion dollar supplemental. Right. Those lobbyists last night at all these big watering holes around here all the time, they're working those guys nonstop. They see the defense contractors and those guys see that hundred billion dollars just sitting out there. Yeah. That was like that was like a, a, another another snack. If you oh, do your my. job today and get rid of these guys, not only got all the seven trillion dollar budget, we're going to give you a kicker of a hundred billion dollars. I, I would love to see how many members have have stock in Raytheon, okay, across this city right now. It's it's disgraceful. And again, we're talking about billions of dollars that are at risk for different businesses and uh, industry groups that that they will or will not get. And that's why they're working so hard to maintain this power and control. And so when people say we want limited government, we want to reduce the spending in government, we have to make change. And and it's not going to come easily. I'm willing to, as you well know, to stand in here and take that fight on. I'm glad to see the cameras up on the House floor that are showing who's voting for what. Big time. That, that, that transparency we, uh, is what we need. We unmask that's why I said never should have left the floor. Um, as this goes on today, let me take the reverse argument. How many – we had 70 people voted against the, um, the, the debt deal. Debt ceiling. Debt ceiling. You had, an, you had another 90 come in and vote against the CR. It's 90. Yep. If they, if they crush Jordan, which I don't think they'll do at least early on, but if that loses momentum, when they flip to the McHenry uh, – the McCarthy-McHenry – Hakeem Jeffries deal – what core block do we have to say over my dead body? How many? How how, how big is the block? How big is that block right now? 
Um, I think it's going to be larger than what we had vote against the CR, which was 90. I think the group will be larger than that. Hold it. You're, you're saying it could be almost 100 Republicans? I think it will be close to 100 Republicans because they see that they, they had already voted against this consolidation of power. They voted against the status quo, and so I believe Are that you, will be 100. This is, the, why, this is the fight we always wanted. Yep. Are you telling me that you think that, that McHenry and McCarthy – because of what the lobbyists and the corporations want, they would actually make a deal that almost a majority of the majority voted against. That, I think so. Because that is so in your grill. That then exposes everything. That's all you need. We right literally there. saw almost, okay, when the CR went through, because it was 90 Republicans that voted against it. But you had 100 percent. Okay, less one of the Democrats that voted for that CR. There was 209 Democrats yeah. voted for that. So we already showed the division within the party. And, and every time the trajectory is going up for the, the Republicans that are opposing the status quo. Okay. Um, we got, I know you got a bolt. You got, we got two minutes. I want you just to address people. What should they be doing today? They've been told overnight on all the mainstream media. That gosh, this is counterproductive. You know, you shouldn't be making these calls. You shouldn't. These people are upset. Some of the wives are upset, right? Yeah. What no. do you think people should do? Today? They need to call their representatives, call their offices, call their any any number that you have. Call their Washington lines. Call their district lines. Get a hold of your representative. the uh, The list of names is out there, and make sure that you urge them in a in a uh, civil way that you think that they should make sure that we see Jim Jordan as the next Speaker of the House of Representatives. Because Jordan right now is symbolic. I mean, as you know, the hard, right. the hard the hard right uh, uh, war room posse wants Jim Jordan 1.0, not 2.0, right? But he's symbolic now. He's a symbol of breaking the system. The system's going to punch back hard. And those 20 votes you saw yesterday was the beginning of that nucleus of the money. The fact that the swamp is working this hard against him shows that they're concerned about the change. They are concerned that... My gosh, the, the people have recognized, the small group of, of representatives have recognized they can make change. And it's like their eyes have been opened and they are fearful of us taking this step, removing their guy as speaker and then putting someone else in. And here's what we found out over the weekend. A lot of these old bulls aren't as tough as you think. They will flip if you put the exposure on them. And this is the grassroots precinct strategy, the state party chairman, state party county, the county, head of the county GOP. It's all this is the this is the people versus the machine. And today you're going to see it. That's exactly uh, what how do is. people get you and follow you? Because it's going to be intense day. All on the official side is at Rep Rosendale, all platforms at Rep Rosendale. If you want to go to my my uh, unofficial site, it's Matt for Montana dot com. Matt F.O.R. Montana dot com. I can tell you the folks out there are very excited. You're at the tip of the spear in this. You're the one folks of the in Montana are charged. And charged. I, I think the people across the nation, your posse is helping us make Big change. Congressman Rosendale, thanks. We'll look forward to today. It's going to be an exciting, historic day. Short commercial break. Back in the warm in a moment. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. No, I'm not making that up. That is a fact. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. Let that sink in for a second. 
In essence, they enable the government to take more control over your personal finances. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold 2. But learn for yourself. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer, if you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into IRA into gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text Bannon to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then call Birch. Because if digital currency becomes a reality, and trust me, they're on the path to make it so, it'll be nice to have some gold to fall back on. It's only worked for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Let Birch Gold work for you. Bannon. 989898, text it right now. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, welcome back. A historic day. Uh, Mark Paoletta, he was in the uh, White House, and Mark was one of the key guys that, that worked the Supreme Court justice, very close to Justice Thomas, wrote the book. Mark, thank you for joining us um, yesterday. And I want to thank Cleta Mitchell for getting this in front of my grill because it's been crazy. You wrote one of the most, uh, I think, interesting, reflective, and thoughtful pieces of exactly what this day represents. Can you walk? Because, Mark, we've wanted this fight since the at least the Tea Party movement, probably back farther than that. But at least since the Tea Party movement, we've wanted this day. And I want to tell folks, don't think it's going to be easy day. And don't think their victories are going to come easy. Uh, the number is 202-225-3121. Make sure your, 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 your voice is heard on Capitol Hill. Call the local offices. Call the offices of the 20. Make sure they hear your voice. Mark, what do we uh, – What? first off, we have wanted this fight, you agree, for at least 10, 12 years? Steve, it goes back longer than that. I, you know, I was in the Thomas confirmation fight where when the t- – you know, the things got tough – and Justice Thomas was smeared. Lots of Republicans wanted to throw him overboard, wanted to drop Clarence Thomas as the nominee, and were in President Bush's ear to drop him. And what did we do? We stood and we fought. President Bush did and Justice Thomas did. And I think we could take a lot of lessons from that. Stand and fight, call out the Democrats for what they are, and, 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 and stand and fight. And you said it would be tough day, a tough day. It's going to be tough days. And Republicans and conservatives should stand and fight until Jim Jordan is elected Speaker of the House. He's the most popular Republican, certainly on the Hill, um, supported by a majority, an overwhelming majority of the Republican conference. It's time to put this game aside. And the idea of going down the road of, of, of a deal with the Democrats is absolutely a death sentence to any kind of breaking up of the cartel, or it would get even worse than business as usual uh, here. And again, I put up something last night on Hakeem Jeffries, who I've tangled with before uh, during some testimony uh, last year. Hakeem Jeffries is not to be trusted. Here's a guy who said the most anti-Semitic things. He endorsed his uncle, Leonard Jeffries, who is the worst anti-Semite you know, in a long time, I, I think he's still around, but back in the 90s, it's a while ago, he, he said the most awful things about the Jewish people. And Hakeem Jeffries invited him to his school to speak. Uh, and and when, the, the, you know, when there was some pushback on it, he said, Hakeem, um, Leonard Jeffries 
is a renowned scholar and everything he says is based on documented text and scholarly research or something awful like that. When he was elected to Congress, because you have the, 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 the cartel, the mainstream media, the left, they never look into the backgrounds of, 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 of Democrat members. He lied about all of this stuff uh, and that he, he wasn't aware of his uncle. He didn't know what his uncle said. So he's not to be trusted, okay? He lies. Second thing, uh, this came up uh, when they were attacking the Supreme Court, and I called out the fact that the left hates Justice Thomas because he's a black conservative. And, and, and uh, Hakeem Jeffries asked me, what's the evidence for that? And I, I, I pointed out how Betty Thompson and others had called Justice Thomas an Uncle Tom. But it, in fact, Hakeem Jeffries had actually called Clarence Thomas, Colin Powell, and Shelby Steele House Negroes, comparing him to uh, the slavery days for their conservative views. So, so, so any deal with Hakeem Jeffries is a disaster, and Republicans should stand and fight. I want, elect their own, elect hang on, hang on. I, 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 I want to make sure, Mark. I, I want to make sure this audience understands something. This yeah. is a binary choice. It's 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 Jim Jordan, the, the, the leading conservative up there and a fighter or the deal is they're going to cut a deal with Hakeem. Jeff. This is McCarthy. This is the restoration of the McCarthy rule and the centralization of power in the appropriators in the House Armed Services Committee. The swamp. This is where the lobbyists really make their money. Yep. And Biden dangle out a hundred billion dollar bill. He's going to send up the, as a goodie. So the choice is the choice. They're going to put forward McHenry as an alternative on some resolution that is just some interim basis and it goes. But this is Hakeem Jeffries essentially becoming majority leader under the real speaker of the House, which would be McCarthy. Is that is that basically the construct of what they're working on? Yeah, this is not temporary. This is, as you just said, see, this is a binary choice. This is either Jim Jordan, the most popular Republican, a conservative, a principal conservative of a fight and a fighter who won't back down. And that's why they hate him. Right. That's why they hate Justice Thomas. That's why they hate Jim Jordan. Or uh, Patrick McHenry, who will be there forever, right, as long as the Republicans are, are, are there. So this is not a temporary choice. This is not um, let's let's uh, you know put this aside and figure out what we're doing for the next 15 days or 30 days or whatever this illusory uh, deadline is. This is Hakeem Jeffries who gets to run the House of Representatives if they vote for Patrick McHenry uh, for this under this deal that's being floated. Republicans should stand and fight, and they should they they, they should not back down. For as many days as it takes. Mark, um, walk me through this. The opposition here, the appropriation, people say I want limited government. People say I want fiscal responsibility. This is why I say this is the fight we've always wanted because people are becoming unmasked. Talk to me about this kind of industrial complex of appropriators, House yeah. Armed Services Committee that essentially controls Capitol Hill. Yeah, well, again, it, the, 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 the 20, I think the majority of them, the overwhelming majority of them are actually appropriators or on the Armed Services Committee. And that is where the heart of the cartel is. That is the money, and that's what, make, what makes Washington flow. So the appropriators don't want, it, want anyone telling them they can't spend money or more money. And just like the defense guys on the Armed Services Committee, they, they want to spread out the money and keep you know, pushing their own agenda. And Jordan is a threat to that. And and so they're, as you said, you know, they, they had a little time to regroup and now they're pushing and they're and they're linking arms and look at it. Right. They're linking arms with the Democrats to try and stop Jim Jordan from being speaker. That's what's going on here. Right. A, a small group. Right. And, and Jordan has been willing to stand and fight and go to the floor and he should do that. Um, and so I think, you know, 
that's what's going on here. It's the it's the swamp of fighting back because they realize it's a threat to their way of doing business, which has got us in all this trouble, right? Open Mark, border, right? Out of control spending. We, we were dealing with this stuff in the Trump administration, as you said. For four years, I was in the Trump administration fighting this this fight, uh, particularly on the uh, you know on, on spending and on the wall, uh, and um, and we saw the pushback from all sides, Republicans and Democrats, on those sorts of things. Well, that's what you talk about standing and fighting. There's been a lot over the last 24 hours. They've really gone out of their way to say, um, oh, this is, uh, you know, it's counterproductive, these calls. Do you believe that if, if, if it was counterproductive, if it was really, uh, it, it, they would never say that, right? They're trying to, they're trying to get people to stand down, correct? The, the, the uh, MAGA ab- movement. Yeah. That's absurd. There should be more calls. Uh, that's what democracy is. People are fired up. They want to let their members know. Uh, whether they're in their district or around the country, they are representatives, and and it's it's showing that the American people, and certainly conservatives and a a, a broader swath of that, uh, are, are are upset and want Jim Jordan elected as speaker. So I would urge, just like Congressman Rosendale, I would urge uh, your listeners to call the Capitol, call members of Congress, call the the, the twenty that are holdouts to let them know that's democracy in action, uh, and. And the idea that they're saying it's counterproductive, like I said, a lot of times you want to fight. I, I take a lot of lessons. I, I was a young lawyer working on the Thomas Confirmation. It taught me so much about how Washington works and how you fight back. Uh, and, and that same thing there that, you know, uh, nobody thought Justice Thomas would get confirmed in 1991 uh, after these smears and lies were made against him. But you stand and you fight. And, and, and hearing calls come in and hearing people voice their opinions uh, is a good thing. So I would encourage your listeners and want and viewers to to do that even more. Two zero two 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 five three one two one is the switchboard up at Capitol Hill. You can get Grace and Mo are putting up, and we even get their local offices up. Make sure you hit them on social media, email, phones, all of it today. Uh, Mark, go back and tell me the story. You're very close to Justice Thomas, because this is something you saw this in the Trump administration. When they went and said, oh, we ought to pull Thomas, why are they afraid to fight? Because this is what's endemic and this is what today's about. Why is it, what is it in the DNA of some of these Republicans, particularly people that run the show, that they don't want to stand and fight? You know, I think I think people uh, want to get along. Uh, a lot of people aren't don't have the strength to stand up for their principles. They want to be respected by whatever they consider to be the, you know, the, the ruling class. Uh, I think you find, and you find that with justices. You know, one of the things when we look at justices during the Trump administration, it was looking for people who will stand. You know, I, I had this chart when and, and we, we did the, the, the first um, interviews together, right, Steve, um, uh, of, of uh, Neil Gorsuch and others, of looking at all these justices who have gone to the left over the years, once even Republicans, uh, once they're appointed. Yeah. And so it's this idea of wanting to be accepted, I think, and not looking like, you know, and, and being criticized. And, and they need to understand that people respect, you know, those who stand up for their principles and what they believe in. And it's the right thing to do. And I think it, it ultimately it, 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 you'll get your respect uh, that you're seeking by standing up for what you believe in. And so I think that's what's going on here a lot. Um, but again, here it's just these 20 and it's it's it's, you know, it's the cartel of the appropriators. And so there's an interest. They have an interest. Right. Uh, of, of, of blocking Jim yeah. Jordan because it's not going to be business as usual. So it's it's almost uh 
you know, their own self-interest as to why they're against, uh, you know, uh, Jim Jordan. Uh, Mark, how do people, I know you're at CRA right now, by the way, three of our best <laughs> fighters, Jeff Clark, of course, the great Russ Vote, Mark, are over this organization, which is tremendous. Like the, it's the Trump Fight Club. Um, where, how do people, and by the way, Mark was so important to get the justice done and to think through the deconstruction of the administrative state. Social media, where do they get the book, where do they find you? Sure. Thanks, Steve. Uh, at Mark Paoletta um, on, on, um, on X. And then the, my book is called uh, Created Equal, Clarence Thomas in His Own Words. I co-edited it with Michael Pack, who made the great movie. And, and you know Michael Pack uh, called, called Created Equal, Clarence Thomas well, in well. His Own Words. I urge you guys to read the book and watch the movie. Over at CRA, Mark, thank you very much. We'll check in with you during the day as the historic fight starts at 11 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time on Capitol Hill. Short commercial break. Back in the warm in just a moment. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home. That legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. Okay, um, let's say this, the world's on fire, uh, Biden goes over to, uh, to uh, uh, Israel, and of course none of the Arabs that we pay for, Palestinian Authority, King of Jordan, and Egypt, no, nah, can't do a meeting. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, I'm going to bring in the great Alex Jones to walk us all through it and make it make sense real quickly. And if Denver can get this up, because history in 30 minutes, and it's going to be, folks, get ready to be gnarly. It's going to be gnarly. This is now you, the populist movement, versus the money. And um, we're going to see who walks the walk. Don Bacon of Nebraska, Ken Buck of Colorado, Lori Chavez, Dorema of Oregon, Anthony D. Esposito, New York, Mario Diaz-Ballard of Florida, Jake Elzey of Texas, Andrew Gabarino of New York, Carlos Jimenez of Florida, Tony Gonzalez of Texas, Kay Granger 
of Texas, John James of Michigan. But John James has said, I think he's voting for, I think he said he's voting for uh, Jordan, Mike Kelly of Pennsylvania, Jennifer Kiggins of Virginia, Nick La Lota of New York, Doug LaMalfi of California. He's also said he will vote for Jordan. Michael Lawler, New York, John Rutherford of Florida. That's a disgrace. Simpson, Idaho, a disgrace. Uh, Victoria Sparts, Indiana, and Steve Womack of Arkansas, particularly you folks in heavily MAGA districts. That's the Swamp 20 right there. This is about money and power today. Very simple. We told you this exercise would unmask who actually controls the deal, and now you're seeing it. Every one of those appropriators, sit on appropriations committee, everyone what we call the old bulls of the cardinals, they run this city because they're the guys that allocate the cash. That's why we got the armed services committee. This is why Biden, before he got on the plane, dropped it out there, $100 billion for Ukraine and Israel. And folks should know, I think Israel is asking for $10 billion. So that means this Ukraine deal is the $80 billion they said they were going to get. And they, they hung it out there for these people. Shut down Jordan. Let's go back to the way the game's played and cut a deal with Hakeem Jeffries. You just heard um, you just heard Rosendale say he thinks 90, the people who vote against the CR, he thinks 90, maybe 100 Republicans would fight that. Ladies and gentlemen, we've wanted this fight for at least 12 years since the Tea Party. We've wanted this fight. Today's the day. And you're going to see who governs you. And they're saying they're whining, oh, this is so terrible. It's counterproductive. Call them and get in their grill. Let them know what you think. 202-225-3121. Email, call their local office, all of it. Burn it down. That's right. Get up in their face. Because right now, this system is not sustainable, and we have a massive invasion on the southern border. Alex Jones, the Great Awakening. As you get to a Great Awakening, you got to go through some tribulations, sir. Tell me where you think we are right now between Israel. You got the you got uh, Putin. Uh, looks like he's on a second date. They're loving up on each other in, in Beijing with Xi. You got the Persians today said, hey, we're going to go to war. We're going to bring Hezbollah into this from the north. Is this biblical, Alex Jones? It really is. And your analysis has been the best because I watch the show every day. Well, I'm getting ready for my own broadcast. And, and you pointed out that Israel and the United States are walking into a trap. That's what Gaza is. And we have two ancient cultures, communist China and the Persians, Iran, uh, that know exactly what they're doing. We've seen these huge uprisings since the supposed hospital got bombed yesterday. And now we know it was the parking lot got hit. It wasn't 500 dead. Uh, but as Mark Twain said, a lie goes halfway around the world before the truth puts its pants on, and it's very clear that they're firing a bunch of rockets from a cemetery uh, right behind the hospital, and one of them fails. You can see it. There's a whole bunch of videos, including from local news stations, and it falls into the parking lot. Uh, and there have been hundreds, 400-plus rockets uh, just in the last year uh, that have admittedly been fired out of Gaza. They're very, very primitive and failed and exploded on people's houses and on roads and in um, the, the farms there in Gaza. So this is absolute propaganda, but we're not supposed to question it. And so they're still saying Israel did it, and, I, and I'm not saying Israel perfect by any uh, stretch of the imaginations, but the, it's it's overwhelmingly clear they lied about this whole thing. And, and you see the whole global media uh, getting behind it in giant demonstrations, even in Dallas, Texas, uh, just north of me, huge hordes of people waving 
their Palestinian flags, uh, Hamas flags. And so this is really the enemy within the gates, totally open border, uh, hundreds of thousands of military-age men uh, every few months streaming in, uh, and it's, it's totally outrageous. Meanwhile, Homeland Security still says the number one security threat is Christian, conservative, Republicans, Catholics, anybody that's questioning <laughs> the power structure. That's the official directive is we the people, uh, the demographic conservatives with the lowest crime rates, the hardest working, the most honest people, we're targeted by this criminal regime while they give $6 billion uh, to the mullahs just five weeks ago while they give $87 million. Alex, let's pull the camera back for one second. There's no person. I think one of the reasons you've been so right on so many of the calls that you've made over the years, over the decades, you are pretty dialed in. Uh, you know a lot of folks in the national security apparatus, particularly the intelligence apparatus. How was this missed or was it missed? How, how was something that was planned for two years that was a, a military operation over a vast scale of, uh, of territory in Israel an air, sea, land, highly coordinated invasion that not just caught the Mossad, uh, was it Shin Bet and IDF military intelligence by surprise, but then the response by IDF took six, seven, eight hours. How did that happen, sir? What do your sources tell you? Well, I mean, it, it's it's clear the Israeli government admits the biggest intelligence failure in their 70-plus year history. Uh, and then we know that they've got hundreds of attack helicopters, including uh, more than 50 Apaches uh, that were literally just a 10 miles away, and so they stood down for at least seven hours, and there were all sorts of retired Israeli military that drove down from the north uh, to try to fight, and so it's one of two things, and I, and, I, and I think it's a mix of both. Israel's been an internal political civil war. A lot of people have walked off the job. A lot of people have walked out of the military, and so you had very small units down there uh, on the border in southern Israel on the border with Gaza, and then you have Netanyahu who's extremely uh, unpopular, but has been able to stay in power because of parliamentary procedures, kind of like Trudeau has. Uh, and so there was clearly some calculus there. And, and he said this before, that if Israel gets struck, it makes Israel stronger. And so I lean towards a complete stand down. Uh, that's actually what in, in national polls, most Israelis think uh, has happened. But there's also a big component here uh, that there were national strikes across the country, big demonstrations every weekend with Netanyahu's uh, judicial reform. And so I'm not taking sides in the incredibly uh, sectarian battles that happen. You know, if we think we have partisanship here, it's nothing compared to Israel. It's, it's, it's over the top, as you know, Steve. Uh, but, but bottom line, the final equation here is they've moved in a lot of liberal Jews in the last few decades that settled Gaza, who didn't, or, or, or settled the uh, area of Israel right by Gaza with two plus million people that want to kill them, many of them. And, and the idea that many of the Jews that moved in there didn't even seek gun permits which you can get fairly easy. Now the Israeli government's basically saying, all of you better get a gun. No kidding. I mean, if I live next to a fence with 2 million people firing rockets at me and suicide bombers, it just shows how delusional and soft the West has gotten. And, and so many of the uh, people moving to Israel have come from countries with no Second Amendment. And so well, they're lambs to the slaughter. Alex, they, they had Burning Man down there with all the young people that uh, the supernova or whatever the trance, you know, music dance party like like Burning Man um, um, a half a mile from Gaza. If the, if the if the Hamas or the Muslim Brotherhood's animals on the morning of the 8th, they were animals on the 7th, the 6th. It's pretty shocking to people sit there and just look at Israeli citizens 
that didn't take the threat seriously, sir. Well, that's right. Thousands of Israelis and Europeans and others taking ecstasy and acid, dancing all night with giant uh, uh, speakers booming, boom, 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 with all that trance music. That's like waving a giant steak, a bloody steak, in front of a hundred starving wolves. Where is the common sense? And, and again, I'm just looking at basic takeaways. Maybe the Israelis have thought they were safe with the Iron Dome and all their high-tech security, and, and maybe they were that delusional that, that they were safe. And, and so I'll say again, America has the same problem. We've brought millions of these people in. You now see them boiling out on U.S. cities, including in, in Texas, uh, like ants out of an anthill or bees out of a beehive, and they're openly joining Black Lives Matter, saying overthrow America. So any way you slice it, uh, these people, on average, are not going to assimilate. They are only going to try to conquer us. They're allied with the Democratic Party, the Democratic Socialist, the, the, the Marxist-Leninist, and that's another reason the border must be shut, and we need to deport all these people now. But regardless, when and if there are terror attacks in this country, I think it's only a matter of when, not if, we all need to hold the FBI and the Justice Department responsible that have put tens of thousands of agents out there persecuting and prosecuting people that walk through velvet ropes on January 6th and, and going and harassing conservative parents that don't want CRT or, or, or drag queen pedophile time uh, at their school boards. This internal focus on the American people while the gates are wide open and the Islamic hordes pour in is going to be the death of this country. And we need to hold the establishment responsible for what they've done. Alex, you, you said uh, your fear is that a trap's been laid for both Israel and the United States in this. And you've got, you know, a new world order. They're, they're rubbing it in our face coming out of uh, Beijing with with Putin and, and Xi rubbing up on each other. You've got the Persians, you have the Turks, you have Egypt, these ancient civilizations. What is the trap? You, you fear a trap. What is that trap, sir? Well, I mean, I agree with you. Iran has said it's a trap. They took the $6 billion, uh, O'Biden gave them um, five weeks ago and then allocated the other money they had towards launching this jihad. Then they can uh, control the PR. And when the Israelis fight back, uh, they can turn the world against Israel. And I, and I think this is part of the Great Awakening. There's not just a great awakening of populist and Christians and nationalists and conservatives and, and free market people, which is happening. And we see patriots being elected or about to be elected in Argentina. So, so they indict the guy, uh, you know, Bolsonaro, uh, barring him from running. But we see patriots getting elected in Italy and Sweden and in, uh, you know, I mean, all over the world, New Zealand, the list goes on and on. So there's a good awakening, but in the universe, there's always... Newtonian physics, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And so evil is being summoned. Evil is rallying around the world, and it's making its moves. So there's a great awakening of, of evil uh, that's taking place right now at the same time, and that's why the West has to get very, very serious. And just like our politicians, you had a guest on, um, Mark, earlier, and, and, and you asked a question, why are Republicans so scared? Why are the Republican leadership always so scared? Well, they're scared of being indicted by the corrupt Justice Department and set up, like they do so many Republican congressmen and women that do the right thing, or patriots, or they attempt to, like with Matt Gates. But then we also have the fact that I've noticed being around the judiciary, 
They are some of the most cloistered, isolated, technically, culturally ignorant people in their own little weird bubble. They don't understand any of the stuff that's going on. And I think it's the same thing with, with Netanyahu and, and the Israeli leadership. They think they're in 1995 or, or 2001. They're not. And the left and Islam have merged worldwide. They've made deals. The corporate media yep. worldwide, the major universities, Harvard, Oxford, you name it, they're turning us over to Islam. And and, 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 and so we have an evil and, awakening. Yeah, hang on for one second. We're going to take a short break. Alex Jones, the book is The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalists and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. On game day, we're about 10 minutes away from the vote. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news and all you see is crime and societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train, and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time-consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby, and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to itargetpro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code Bannon. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter I targetpro.com that's i targetpro.com offer code bannon i targetpro.com action 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 your host stephen k Bannon. okay welcome back uh it's uh 10 minutes away i want to give credit to the great matt boyle over at breitbart he says that if jordan doesn't get it today if we can't hammer it through it's going to be like a scene when they put McHenry up. It's going to be a scene like at a red wedding from Game of Thrones. So we'll, I think he's writing some up over Breitbart right now. Alex Jones, the book's amazing. We're going to have you back on tomorrow and also the next day because I want to go in details. This is the third in the series. I was honored to write the fourth of this. Given everything that's happened geopolitically, let's focus for a minute on what what what's the meaning of this. We've we've been looking for this fight for twelve years. For the populist movement, the Tea Party movement, the, the grassroots to cut through all the BS and get right down to it. The money and the power on Capitol Hill. You got the cardinals, what they call the cardinals or the old bulls that run appropriations and armed services. Biden just dangled out a $100 billion supplemental basically for Ukraine, for these guys as an incentive to crush us. Put it in perspective what today, what this vote starting in 10 minutes means, sir. Well, you're absolutely right, and, and you've helped quarterback this whole thing. And the only criticism of your show I have is that there's not more Steve Bannon. And I said that on my show a few days ago. I said, you have the best analysis of anybody out there because it's true and we should really value it. And so there's nothing I can really add other than to say, you're right, we're unmasking them to say, oh, this is reckless or, the, or, or it could you know, make the Democrats come in and they'll control who the speaker is. We'll just keep removing them. No more compromise, no more going along with these people. We have to make this a spectacle and push it out there in the open and, and turn on the lights 
and spotlight the cockroaches. And that's what we're doing. And, and we are proving that we're the populace. We're proving that we are the people that want to take this country back from the globalist power block. And so that's why this is such an exciting time to be alive. That's why it's the Great Awakening. And the one point I was going to make before we hit the brink was there is a huge awakening. Populists and conservatives and nationalists and Christians are getting elected all over the world. Uh, Trump is surging uh, to never before seen heights uh, against all his Republican competition and against Biden. Uh, normally, you get indicted, you, you resign immediately. But, but the system is discredited. But then I look at the old Republican leadership, they're just like the judiciary that I've you know, been around and seen in these trials. They don't know their head from a hole in the ground. They still think the New York Times is important. They still think CNN is important. They still think Meet the Press is important. And so that's what's happening here. And they don't know the world has moved on and that there are new evil power blocks, but there's also new power blocks of good. And the good really uh, is, is, is outshining the bad. But our own Republican leaders are intimidated of the dinosaur media, of the legacy media, and just don't get it yet. Because we know change always comes from the bottom up. It happened 450 years ago in our country. It's happened thousands of times in history around the world. So the change has already happened. We've already turned the ship around, but the politicians and the blue bloods cloistered in their little ivory towers haven't figured it out yet. And that's why we've got to push the fight just like with Trump surging, because he's fighting, he's not backing down. That's what we're doing. That's why it's important. That's why everybody who's watching this has to understand the public's mind yep. is very fertile now for the truth. That's why you, to override the censors, you, promote War Room every day with Steve Bannon, promote Alex Jones, yep. Infowars.com. You have in the Great Awakening, you have a subtitle defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. We have to defeat the globalists first. Is this fight today, us, the populist nationalist movement, versus the Republican Party globalist on Capitol Hill? It's everything. And it's the same Klaus Schwab, we penetrates the cabinets system worldwide. They brag, and, and that's what they're doing. So we have to identify them, and, but we also then have to promote our alternative, not just defeat the globalists, which you're right, is step one, but we have to be then promoting what made America great, what gave us soft power around the world and return to the Renaissance. America is not the old idea. It was the new idea that became the model of the world. The globalists are trying to strangle uh, the, the, the founder's dream because they can't compete with it. And that's what The Great Awakening is all about. This book is twice as long as my last one, The Great Reset and the War for the World. They yep. just focused on the globalists yep. and their own admissions and their battle plan. This gives you the latest in their operations and just how evil they are, but also how weak they are and how we really are the majority and the future. But we've got to realize it and be bold and we're unstoppable. We want to push the book like it did number one last time. And you were critical in that on Amazon so that it reaches more people. Amazon.com, it starts shipping yep. in two days. Uh, you can pre-order it right now, but basically it's now out. Start shipping on the 20th. It's in bookstores the 24th. You can also yep. get a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com, and that keeps us on the air in our incredible fight. That's yep. Listeners have to understand, Steve is a stoic. He doesn't sit here and complain. He's under massive attack. Support his sponsors. Support him. <laughs> I'm under massive attack, and it is literally your word of mouth, your prayer, and your support getting our yep. books, supporting our sponsors, we're all in this together, and that's why it's so important to get The Great Awakening. And the other book was great, 
Your forward is incredible. This book dwarfs the last yep. book. And, and no. I mean, I a hundred percent mean that this, 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 this book is powerful. Yep. And by the way, you won't put it down. It, it, it's, it's an incredible read. Alex, how do people get to the show? They're trying to shut you down. Every you and Mike Lindell, that's after Trump. They want to crush you guys next to put you in bankruptcy, ruin your content, all of it. Where do people go to support you? Where do they go for the show? 11 a.m. Central every day. I host my show. We have other shows. And, and again, I, I, whoever show people promote, we're all in this together. Infowars.com forward slash show. It's the forbidden broadcast. And if your listeners will, again, just tell their friends, their family, their email list, their text message list, hey, the Forbidden Show is at warroom.org and at infowars.com. Those are the coordinates of victory in the info war. It's why they've spent tens of billions of dollars in big tech and the intelligence agencies targeting us to silence us and to censor us because we've got the antidote to the globalist tyranny. We are the Great Awakening. Alex Jones, thank you. See you back here tomorrow. Thank you very much, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a sh- – by the way, get this book. It's amazing. You will not put it down. Uh, I was honored to write the foreword uh, to it. Um, more on that tomorrow. Right now, we're 60 seconds away from taking a 90-second break, and we're, we're going to return. We're going to be doing a live stream from the floor. I think Jenny Beth Martin from the Tea Party Patriots is going to join me. We're going to have other people come in and out. We're going to watch this historic vote up into your post. The number is 202-225-3121. Remember, they're whining. Oh, my gosh. These calls, they're so counterproductive. Yeah. Okay, right. Get on it and stay on it. Whatever it takes, however it takes. Today is game day. It's you versus the entrenched money and power. Their paymasters on Wall Street and the corporations have told the lobbyists, you must deliver today. The Red Wedding of Hakeem Jeffries, uh, McCarthy, McHenry, all against Jordan, back in 90 seconds. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants. 
to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 